Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to my podcast, But First Pivot. I'm Danny, registered dietitian, certified sports dietitian, and CEO of Pivot Nutrition Coaching. I'm here to share my all foods fit approach and real life client success stories to inspire you to pivot away from all the fad diet nonsense and confusion. My goal is to simplify nutrition so you can enjoy foods you love like donuts and pizza and still achieve your health, performance, and body composition goals. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a special shout out to those who listen to this podcast religiously. I ran into my friend Anne today who mentioned she listens to every single episode and it really meant a lot to me. So to all of you Pivot Podcasters, thanks so much for listening. Also, I'm always taking requests, so if there's something you want me to discuss on the podcast, please message me on social media or through my website so I can make it happen. All right, now that Canada Day and 4th of July are around the corner, let's dive in to nine lake season tips to help you stay on track with your health goals. Number one is plan ahead. I've said it before and I'm going to keep saying it. Poor planning leads to poor choices. It is really hard to be successful if you don't plan and prepare ahead of time. Here are three ways you can plan ahead for lake weekends to stay on track with your health goals. Number one is bring healthy snacks with you, ideally that contain protein and fiber. Whenever I leave my house for more than three hours, I make sure to bring a healthy snack with me because nobody needs this pregnant lady to be hangry or have low blood sugar. Since this upcoming weekend is Canada Day and 4th of July, and luckily my husband Shane is not on shift for once, as many of you know, he's a firefighter, so we're going to be headed to his aunt and uncle's lake house for four and a half days, and this is not something we do often. We don't have a lake house. My in-laws, Shane's parents don't have a lake house. My parents don't have a lake house. So we probably usually only go to the lake maybe once, maybe twice a year in very random situations. So this is not typical for me, but when I do go to the lake, just know I'm packing snacks. Even though I don't feel awkward going through people's pantries and fridges, I know it's safer to just bring my own snacks. When it comes to food, I don't really trust people. Whenever I go places, I usually bring something that I know that I want to have and everything else is kind of a bonus or I just go from there. Don't get me wrong, I love me some Doritos and some Lake snacks, but I can't survive on chips all weekend because I know I'm going to feel awful after. Plus, eating schedules are so weird at the lake. Sometimes lunch happens at noon, and sometimes lunch doesn't happen until 4 p.m. Due to these uncertainties, I always, always, always bring snacks. So here are some of the snacks I'll be bringing with me this upcoming weekend. I'll bring my little hummus cups with baby carrots and pretzel crisps. 
protein bars. I really never leave my house for more than 24 hours without my perfect or Wella bars. I'll be bringing some beef sticks and cheese sticks. I just recently went to Sam's Club and found these Archer grass-fed beef sticks minis. Cute little beef sticks. I have the package here. You can probably hear it. So one little mini stick, 45 calories, 4 grams of protein, 3 grams of fat, zero carb. I'll bring some apples. I'm kind of like in an apple phase right now. The Cosmic Crisp are tasting pretty darn good. And then usually when I leave for more than 24 hours as well, and I'll be sleeping somewhere else, I almost always bring some Greek yogurt and some berries in a little cooler. So that's plan ahead tip number one. Number two, slightly similar to number one, is bring your own protein. This is probably the one goal my clients struggle with the most during lake season because when you go to the lake, it's oftentimes not your lake house. You know, maybe it's your in-laws or your parents. Most lake snacks that people have are not super high in protein. I feel like when I go to someone's lake as a guest, on the counter and in the pantry, it's often a lot of things like chips and pretzels and cookies and crackers, and then fruit is often in the fridge. This is why I will be bringing some protein shakes with me to the lake weekend, in addition to the protein snacks I already mentioned, like Greek yogurt, protein bars, and beef sticks. Then my third tip for planning ahead is be the person that brings fruits and veggies. Two weeks ago, I went to a barbecue with all the firefighter families. It's like the firefighters, the firefighter wives, their kids, and the firefighter wives were tasked to bring a dessert since the caterers were only bringing pulled pork, buns, mac and cheese, and chips. Basically, lots of carbs and some protein with the pulled pork. I figured we didn't need more than eight desserts. So I said, I'm going to bring watermelon and a veggie tray. I brought this ginormous watermelon from Sam's Club, and I was so happy that there was probably three tiny little cubes left in the bowl at the end. Mission accomplished. Everyone was fired up about the watermelon. You cannot go wrong with bringing watermelon to a party in the summer. If you're the one on a health and fitness journey, you can't always control what other people will cook or bring, but you can always control what you bring to the table or what you bring to the party. Since I want to ensure that I have some color at meals and snacks, because it really does make me feel better, I simply make sure that I bring some to share. It doesn't have to be complicated. Most people love fresh fruit, and when it comes to veggies, you can't really go wrong with mini cucumbers, baby carrots, and some ranch. Set those bad boys out and people will eat them. My new favorite lazy summer veggie side is actually sliced up mini cucumbers, chopped up bell peppers with a drizzle of Italian dressing. Shane works 24-hour shifts, so I'm often eating dinner alone. And I know that it can be weird cooking for one, which is why I love this three-ingredient cucumber pepper salad. 
You can evil even sprinkle some everything but the bagel seasoning on top or just salt and pepper. And this kind of makes it very, very similar to this trendy TikTok cucumber bell pepper salad. I have simplified it even further by just doing mini cucumbers, bell pepper, and some Italian dressing. So that's tip number one, plan ahead. Really the key to having good nutrition. Number two, start your day with a balanced high-protein breakfast. The last thing we need when we're trying to be healthier and reduce cravings is a blood sugar spike first thing in the morning. So as mentioned in the last podcast episode, we want to aim to build balance at breakfast. Start with protein, add a color, which means fruit or veggie, and then a fiberful carbohydrate. You can 100% still enjoy fun breakfast items like waffles and bacon, just aim to create balance. I remember last summer we had a family reunion at the lake and there were so many people that there wasn't really a set breakfast menu or meal. One morning, Shane's aunt made two ginormous pans of monkey bread. I've never seen so much monkey bread in my entire life. And someone else made large amounts of bacon. That's it. All that was made for this giant crew, because it was kind of do your own thing, was monkey bread and bacon. So there's a little bit of balance here, right? We got some carbs, we got a little bit of protein, but I would say bacon is more of a fat than a protein. But don't worry, you can always create balance. So I had brought some fruit and some protein, so I balanced it out had a little serving of monkey bread, some bacon, then I had my high-protein Greek yogurt and threw some berries in it. Boom, simple and balanced. Number three, go for a morning walk. You guys, this habit has been a game changer for so many of my clients. Walking is so underrated as a tool for improving health, boosting energy, and supporting fat loss efforts. If you're not already doing it, I highly recommend you to start each day with a 20-minute walk. Not only are you going to start your day with 2,500 steps, you're going to feel so much better throughout the day. Also, if you're struggling with sleep or cortisol, natural light exposure for 10 to 20 minutes in the morning can be really, really beneficial to supporting your circadian rhythm. So if you can, get those walks in outside instead of on the treadmill to get that natural light exposure. In addition to a morning walk, it doesn't hurt to be active throughout the day while you're at the lake. I know some days are meant for relaxing. I'm personally not good at sitting still, so usually you won't see me sitting in a chair for very long, just kind of tanning or drinking. I'm the person that's like, I'm going to go for a two-mile walk. Who wants to go? So you can definitely do that. I'm sure if you ask around, you could find at least one person to go for a walk with you. But it doesn't just have to be a walk, and you don't have to do a workout either. It can be yard games where you're just not sitting, like bocce ball, cornhole, or kayaking, or swimming. I know people don't really say YOLO anymore, but 
I feel like a lot of women especially don't go swimming because they don't want that people to see them in the bathing suit. I'm super pregnant right now and my body is nowhere near what it looked like last summer and you can guarantee I will be putting on a bathing suit. It's probably going to look weird, but I really don't care and I will be jumping in the water. Sometimes we hold on to these old pieces of clothes like our our favorite bikini from five or ten years ago or the dress that we loved in college and we end up disappointed that these things aren't fitting, but it's really important to find clothes or a bathing suit that fits you well right now. It's okay if you're not where you're at. It's okay if you're on a fat loss journey and, you know, you have a goal in mind and you're working towards it, but that doesn't mean that you should feel uncomfortable in your clothes in the moment. So if you need to go up a size in clothes or a bathing suit this summer so that it fits better and that you feel better in it, I think that's the way to go. So highly recommend finding clothes that fits you well now. I am sure you can find something that you feel more confident in. Number four, scope out all of your options first. When at the lake, I feel like there's always a giant spread of food. Before grabbing a plate or before just grazing on everything mindlessly, scope out all of your options first. What needs to go on your plate? Like, what are the things that you're like, I need to have that? What do you want to try that you're not sure if you like? What are you going to pass on? If there's something that you want to try, I recommend putting a tablespoon-sized bite on your plate. It's always best to see if you like it first before you put an entire scoop on your plate. And then if you don't like it, sometimes you finish it just because it's there and you don't even like it, which I don't think is worth it. Number five is always use a plate. When there's apps or finger foods around, it can be super tempting to just grab handfuls here and there throughout the day. The problem is it's really hard to process how much you're eating when you don't use a plate. So next time you're near all the deliciousness, grab a plate and enjoy each bite seated. This leads me to my next point. Number six, tune into your hunger fullness cues. As mentioned earlier, meal timing can be all over the place when we're at the lake or when we're on vacation. When there's fun snacks around 24-7, it can be so easy to graze all day. I love grazing, but it's not the greatest habit to have, especially if you're trying to stay dialed in with your health goals. So before you sit down with that bag of chips on the boat, consider asking yourself, Why am I reaching for these chips? Am I hungry or am I just bored? If you're hungry, is there a more satisfying snack on board? Like trail mix, for example. And if you're bored and just trying to keep your hands busy, hold a water bottle and sip on it. At mealtimes, aim to stop eating when you're pleasantly full. Even if you have a few bites left on your plate, it's okay to not finish what's on your plate. 
Remember, there's tons of food and it's likely going to still be available if you're hungry again in two hours. Sometimes we overeat without realizing it because we tend to have this scarcity mindset, which basically makes us think, I have to eat it all now. Says who? Challenge that mindset and tell yourself in return, do I really need to eat all of this now? Sometimes all it takes is for us to remind ourselves, I can have more later or I can have more tomorrow. Doing so is called having an abundance mindset. And this has been super helpful for my clients to use these two phrases when they're tempted to eat past the point of fullness. So let's say you ate dinner. You guys had a barbecue at the lake, like burgers, potato salad, watermelon, and maybe a handful of Doritos, and you're full after this, but there's still a few desserts that people brought. Well, having that scarcity mindset, you might think, I have to eat a dessert now. But if you really think about it, there's so much dessert, and in two hours, it's probably still going to be there. So it's just reminding yourself, I can have dessert later when I'm actually hungry. Versus having it now when you're not hungry and then you're just going to feel more uncomfortable. Number seven, be mindful of your alcohol intake. If you want to achieve your health, your performance, and your fat loss goals faster, limiting alcohol is one of the best things that you can do. I know this can be hard, especially in social situations, but the more you say no thanks, the easier it gets. And honestly, the better you'll feel overall. I'm really glad to see that NA drinks or non-alcoholic drinks are becoming increasingly popular. A month ago, I was in Canada for the Shania Twain concert, and every Canadian restaurant we went to had a really decent non-alcoholic menu, and I had the best NA mojito ever. So I looked it up before recording this, thought I'd share. It doesn't look like you can get them in the U.S., but they are in Canada. It's called Seville Mojito, S-A-V-Y-L-L. Seems like a U.K. brand, but it looks like they have them in Canada. I'll be in Canada in two weeks, so I'll be looking for these mojitos while I'm there. Now, I think we all know calories and alcohol add up very quickly. Sure, there's White Claws or light beers that only have 100 calories, but when you drink eight in one day, that's 800 calories just from alcohol. Most of our clients that are actively seeking fat loss have calorie goals between 1,500 and 2,100 calories for the most part. That's 40 to 50% of your day's worth of calories in just alcohol. Now, of course, we have clients eating more than 2,100, and honestly, some of them are eating 2,400 calories and losing inches and pounds. So it really depends on the person. That's just probably the majority. Does this mean that you can't have fun foods or alcohol if you want to achieve your health or your weight loss goals? Of course not. 
you know Pivot is all about balance and all foods fit. Many of our successful clients are still enjoying chips and ice cream and cocktails, but in moderation. There has to be a compromise somewhere. We had a client join Pivot about a month ago, and she loves beer. And she told me over the phone that she was probably having 12 to 15 beers just between Friday and Saturday. And I asked her, are you willing to compromise? And she's like, I know, I know. It's a goal that I want to work on. I just need the accountability to do it. So I'm like, okay, we're on the same page. Because yes, you can have, you know, 15 drinks on a weekend and still be successful, but it's going to be that much harder. And if your goal is to improve your health, less is better. So what are some ways that we can be mindful of alcohol intake and limit it slightly? We can use flavored seltzer as mixers instead of pop or tonic water. We can alternate alcohol beverages with water, seltzer, or a calorie-free beverage. If plain water is boring and not your thing, one of my favorite water enhancers is True Lemon. They have lots of fun flavors like lemonade, blue raspberry, dragon fruit. So there's probably something, there's probably a flavor that everybody likes. I also want to add that you're still cool if you don't drink. I've never really been a big drinker, and there was nothing more annoying than people saying, come on, you're no fun, just because I wasn't drinking alcohol. Imagine if the roles were reversed, and it was more socially acceptable not to drink. How would you feel if someone said to you, I can't believe you're drinking, not cool? It's really weird, right, if that was the norm, but that's how the non-drinkers feel, and I think it's silly that we feel that way and that it's less socially acceptable to not drink. Just know that when friends or family members push alcohol or food upon us, especially less healthy food, like fun foods, is often to make themselves feel better about their own choices and insecurities. What this means is it's often not personal. They just want to feel better about themselves and their choices. Tip number eight, plan on the way home. Most people have at least a 30-minute drive to get to the lake. I know in Grand Forks, most people, their lake house is either 45 minutes away or two hours away. Those are like the two main lakes where people go. So I recommend that my clients use this time to plan out meals for the week ahead, especially if someone else is driving. So make your grocery list, schedule your grocery pickup. Ideally, you probably want to do this earlier, especially if you just have a 30-minute drive. I know grocery pickups, sometimes you have to do it by a certain time. So maybe don't do it on the way home. Maybe that's something you do when you wake up on Sunday morning before you drive. But it doesn't hurt to make your meal game plan for the week ahead during the ride home. And if you are the one driving and you have other people in the car that are old enough to write, have them write down what you're saying. So have your kids take notes on a sheet of paper or maybe in their phone notes, for example. And last but not least, tip number nine, 
get back on track right away. If you had an off weekend where maybe you overindulged more than you anticipated or planned, feeling guilty or doing a three-day detox is not necessary. Simply get back on track with your healthy habits right away. Wake up the next day, hit the gym, bring your healthy lunch to work, have balanced snacks, hydrate, boom, we're back on track. Since I mentioned detoxes, this will be an episode in the near future upon request, so stay tuned for that one. It won't be the next one. I will have a guest on the next episode to talk about pelvic floor therapy, so we're going to save the detoxes for a little bit later. But 10 tips is a lot, or 9 tips, sorry, is a lot. So let's summarize them. Number one, plan ahead. Poor planning leads to poor choices, so plan. Number two, start your day with a balanced, high-protein breakfast. Your best bets for protein in the morning are probably going to be things like eggs, Greek yogurt, and a protein shake or a smoothie. Number three, go for a morning walk. This is something I recommend doing daily, not just when you're at the lake. Try to get at least 20 minutes. Number four, scope out all your options before you grab a plate. This is a helpful tip for any social situation where there is a large spread of food. Number five, always use a plate for meals and snacking. Typically, we use plate for meals. It's snacking where we usually kind of graze sometimes with our hands and don't grab a plate, but you'll be more aware of your intake if you use a plate. So use a plate for snacks and meals. Number six, tune into your hunger fullness cues. Ideally, we want to eat until we're pleasantly full, not full full. So 80% full is kind of a good stopping point. Number seven, be mindful of your alcohol intake. Remember, It's cool not to drink. So if you don't want to drink, you are cool, my friend. And I have so much respect for people and my friends that have recently made the transition to not drinking. I know it can be challenging, but I really, really am proud of these people for making that choice for themselves, for their health, for whatever reason it may be. Number eight, plan on the way home. Most people have at least 30 minutes in the car to get back home, so use this time efficiently to plan for the week ahead. And number nine, get back on track right away. And there you have it, my friends, nine tips to help you stay on track during lake season. Happy Canada Day and happy 4th of July. Cheers, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the channel and share with one friend who would benefit from this message. Need help with your nutrition? Find me on Instagram at DannyVRD or visit our website, pivotnutritioncoaching.com. Thanks for listening.